LF. And welcome to From Alpha to Z. My name's Avi Dobkin. And I'm Dan Roberts. And we uh, are continuing our journey into the Mystic Force, or through the Mystic Force, with the Mystic Force. I like through the Mystic Forest. Through the Mystic Forest. Which isn't a thing. But no, it it's not. Be. They do spend a lot of time in the forest. Yeah. Which yeah. we call the Spooky Woods. The Sporky Woods. <laughs> so, this batch of episodes was awful nothing good happened um i guess they're working a little bit on firming up a little bit of kind of character 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 yeah there's a a lot of nick and a little bit of maddie a lot of nick a little bit of maddie first episode actually was maddie-ish centered but also nick centered where well in a lot of ways it Maddie becomes a plot device to serve Nick's character development. Yes. Which is not how you should treat your female characters or any characters. No. Uh, We basically it starts with Maddie doing her recording thing. She's recording everybody doing their stuff. Right. And then Nick kind of decides to be a prick and is like, you know, you're like always the one behind the camera. Why are you, you know... Why don't you get in front of the camera? Like, are you scared? Right. Uh, and she's like, no, I'm not, like, a shy person. But she is a shy person. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't know why Nick makes this a character flaw. Um, but he's also not wrong in saying she's shy. He just paints it in the wrong way. Yeah. So she spends the episode trying not to be shy and gets turned into stone by a lobster rooster. Correct. Then Nick learns the valuable lesson that she's not shy because she narrates her own videos. Right. Which we felt was the wrong moral. Uh, And then they fight with the rooster lobster. And when they kill the rooster lobster, everybody turns back from stone. The rooster lobster can turn people into stone. I forget to say that. Um, and he does that to Madison and the football jock who she flirts with in an attempt to not come across as shy. So there's, it's disturbingly obvious how hard the writers are trying to make the Nick Maddie pairing seem obvious. I don't like this is one of those things that Power Rangers does pretty terribly, which is like they're two attractive people, right? On a show, yeah, and they get the most screen time, yeah. So they're in love, right? Like, no. So they're, they're off like, on their romantic <laughs> European vacation, All right. Uh, it's it's not a good way to set up a love dynamic. Well, the thing is. Power Rangers tries to set up love dynamics all the time, and it's only worked once. It would make way more sense for Nick and Lily. We know Nick and Lee, we know Lily is obsessed with Nick. Right. Right. Yeah. Lily's a blonde woman. Lily's a blonde woman, and who's she's, like evil. She's awful, and like does mean things to try and mess up Nick's life to get him to like her. Um, and Claire, I think, also likes Nick. And yeah. 
I would, I would much, I, uh, it's much clearer to me that a, a relationship could develop between any of those three characters. Yeah. As opposed to Maddie, who doesn't have much of a character. Other well, than the she's, fact she's trying not to be shot. Right. Well, the thing is, like, it's some sort of classic teenage television flirting where Nick is like, why are you always hiding behind that camera? And she's like, I'm not, I'm not hiding behind the camera. I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, yeah, you, like, never do anything besides pay attention to other people. And then, like, the flirting is going well, and then he goes too far, and then she gets upset. Nick is, like, such a bad character that I don't even know if he knows he's flirting. I don't think he does. I think he's just being, like, a robot saying words and delivering lines. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what the... That's television flirting, though. It's like... I flirted like that when I was 14. Yeah. You, like, flirt by being cold and distant? Yeah. Yeah. And by being mean. Because you don't know, like... You don't know how to deal with it. But he's not even, like... But, like, flirty mean, I feel like, is different. I mean, maybe it's just that we're older now and we can't understand. Like, but, like, flirty mean... Was always, like, teasing. He's, like, just a mean guy. I think he does, but I think that the writers don't understand how to, like, that's what they right. were trying to do. And that's what, but, like, th- again, this is, like, it's a combination of bad acting and bad writing. Yeah. But it's, like, Nick could do things to change the, like, it could be, like, why are you always behind the camera? As opposed to, like, why are you always behind that camera? Yeah. And I would like to point out, in case any Power Rangers actors are listening to this you can for come some on our reason. Show. You can come on our show and tell us. And that we we are critical of you, but we also understand that you are given so little material to work with that it is difficult. Yeah. And I also don't think these shows do things to really... Like, I'm sure that you're not getting great direction. I'm sure... I'm speaking directly to the actors now. I'm right. sure the dialogue is crap. Uh, but, um, you know... It I, might not be your fault. It might not be your fault. I'm saying right now that I, it felt like it was your fault at this moment, but it might not be your fault. And you, we would also like to point out that our dream is to host a panel at the Power Morphicon where you all get to tell us how, how wrong we were all the time. <laughs> what bad actors we are. Watch some of my short films and tell me I suck. That's fine. Yeah. I would enjoy it. Yeah. Also, our friend Abby has a series of short films, and you should look up Films About Lunatics. You should. On YouTube. For sure. She also recently launched a podcast. Do we know the name of the podcast? Films yeah. About Lunatics? Is that what it's called? I, think I don't it's, know. I think it's the Lunatics Radio Hour. It's the Lunatics Radio That's Hour. Uh, Dan and I are both... I haven't done mine yet, but we're going to be appearing on episodes. Um, yeah. I've been in a, uh, at least two of her short films, and they're really awesome. They're fun projects. Uh, my episode might be releasing this week. Well, there you go. Depending when this airs. <laughs> no, last week. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. The Lunatics Radio Hour. Uh, yeah. I believe I'm in this second episode of it. Yeah. It's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, and it's on Stitcher. Right. Which we'll be releasing... My episode released last week. There you go. All right. So, check that out. Yeah. Okay. So, back to the crappy show that we do. Uh, <laughs> so, 
That's the first episode. Well, no, we didn't even like. But like, uh, but so Maddie runs off in a huff. Yeah. And then has an internal monologue where she debates talking to a cute football jock. Uh huh. So way this, the, so we were waiting for plot points that didn't happen. Yeah. That should have happened. Well, then she gets turned to stone, and then everyone yells at Nick. For saying that Maddie's always hiding behind the camera, mm-hmm. and they show her like edited footage, and it's just her saying nice things about people. Yeah, and then it's the most boring documentary work. And then it's like she says, "This is Nick, the new guy. He's something special." And then Nick says, "I didn't understand." This is what I mean, that, like, Nick's character, and again, this really, I do think, is more of a writer's issue. This is a writer's issue. It's just, like, he's just written, like, a soulless creature. Well, it's not just that. It's that instead of showing how, like, Maddie puts all this work into editing and, like, doing all this stuff, and that, like, it's not that she's hiding behind the camera. It's that, that, like, the camera is how she expresses herself. She's just saying nice things about other people, and she's... Still, the the piece of evidence that they try to use to document that she's not hiding behind the camera furthers the point that she's hiding behind the camera. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't know what the point of this episode was, but regardless, Nick becomes very upset and decides that he's going to go free her. Right, and he defeats Rooster Face. Yep. Uh, when they defeat Rooster Face, all the people are turned not into stone. Correct. Including Maddie. Yes. Maddie then joins them. They all combine into, like, a Megazord. Mm-hmm. And they defeat... Maddie gets a Megazord text message code. Right. One, I feel like one, it's, two, like, three. it's like two-factor authentication. You know what? Like, it's like, it texts you the code. So that yeah. <laughs> You have to punch in a password and then yeah. it texts, it, texts you what the new password is. Yeah. Um, they can turn into a Megazord. It's like a new little ability that they get for one episode. Right. And they defeat the made big rooster, rooster yes. lobster. That's the episode. Correct. Next episode was... Oh, here's another thing. Okay. Was that the episode where Toby was fasting? Yes. Toby, the record person, yeah, was fasting. He says, don't mention food around me. We've, we've realized this batch of episodes that he's played by the same guy who does Piggy. So, um, so Toby's fasting, and there's no resolution on it. Nope, he's it's just fasting. twice. And then there's never a thing at the end where we see him eating a big meal or something. It's probably or breaking cut. or but it's just like why even include the rest of it then? Toby is a an underused character. Yeah. The problem is it seems like they're cutting a lot of corners budget wise and using a huge amount of morphed Japanese footage. They are. Um But that means that um We don't get any idea of what any of these people are like. Right. I don't know. 
The only character that I feel like I have a firm understanding of is maybe Xander. A chip. See, like, I was thinking chip, but, like, I don't know if he's the silly guy or the smart guy. He's both. Like. He's both Dustin and he's Schrodinger's Dustin. <laughs> he's Dustin and what's the, uh, what was the uh, glasses person? Cam. Cam. He's <laughs> Dustin and Cam in one. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I like Chip. Um, but also, Cam was a dick. Yeah, Cam could be a dick. Both but Cyber Cam and not Cyber Cam were both assholes. Webcam? Webcam, yeah. <laughs> okay. Next episode was a Nick episode. Whispering voices. Nick episodes. Korag decides, he keeps looking at these, like this future pool yeah and the, the future pool has projections of what could happen and he keeps watching himself get defeated by the red ranger so necroli is that her name yeah who's a bat woman yeah but not bad woman not bad woman or she, bat girl right she's a bat woman um or bluebird 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 is uh Another Batman sidekick. Right. Called by the name of Harper Rowe. Okay. I think her name is Bluebird. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Necroli says, Use the White Ranger's snow staff to make the Red Ranger think everyone hates him. She says use the Red Ranger's snow staff. Well, it says to... She says to read his thoughts. To read his thoughts, right. But then that's not what happens. No, what happens is he uses the wand to project negative thoughts into his head. Yeah. I thought this was a good idea, actually. It was. There's an episode of Batman Beyond that's like this. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever seen Batman Beyond? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where um, the Sonic bad guy uses his Sonic powers to make old Bruce Wayne think he's crazy <laughs> but Bruce Wayne knows that he's not crazy because the voices his in- of his seemingly internal monologue calls him Bruce but he calls himself Batman in his head <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting Batman Beyond is a great show it is I think I told you one time I was on my way here on the J train and they uh there was a man <laughs> Dressed as one of, like, the in that show, the Joker has, like, a gang. Well, because the Joker is dead. Yeah. But there's a gang called the Jokers yeah. with a Z right. that emulate the Joker. And there was a guy who I was, like, quite certain was trying to start that gang because he was dressed like a Joker's. Okay. <laughs> on the train. And I was like, that's terrifying. There's this, in the first episode of Batman Beyond, Terry McGinnis, the main character, is riding the subway, mm-hmm. and the Jokers are, like, harassing an old woman, and yeah. he's like, Jokers, I hate these guys. Just like Nazis. Yeah. And Russians. Yeah. <laughs> Second episode. Anyway, so... So, um... This, oh, Nick is hearing thoughts. voices that... <clears throat> a voice that tells him that everyone hates him. Yep. Meanwhile, Lee frames Nick... Into making it seem like he stole a thousand dollars from the record shop. Yeah. So, actually, this might have been the best Toby episode. Yeah. All things considered. 
the the four other rangers like we've all been best friends forever right. nick we honestly have only known for like a month like we trust that none of us stole the thousand dollars yeah and then they go confront him they're like nick, you know you know what would have been a better use of this episode if they had made maddie reluctant at all yeah they should have like there should have been some pushback like Maddie needed to be like, I don't think that was him. Right. That way we can further this romantic thing. Thing. Even if like Chip did it, I would take like like Chip was the one at the end who was like, honestly, it was Xander's fault. It was kid. entirely Xander's so, fault. I mean, it was entirely Lily's fault, but Lily spoke to Xander, right? Who then pushed it. Like Chip should have been like, like if Chip was gonna push back that much at the end, he should have also pushed back in the beginning. He should have been like. Like honestly, Nick's like a good guy. Why would he do that? Like, right. why would he fight with us? And but if then we're also trying, like, trying to push this Maddie Nick thing, this is a great opportunity to do that. Yeah. That they then didn't take. Um, Sue. They he's feeding into his negative thoughts and he just runs away. Yeah. Uh, he's riding his motorcycle. And then the other rangers get in trouble. The other rangers. Like, Toby's like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, nothing. But then they come back and they're like, we need to tell you something. And he's like, what? That I found the envelope behind the cash register and you guys lost it or misplaced it? They're like, oh. And he's like, you know, I'm your friend. Like, right. He did a good boss move. He did like, do a good boss move. Which was like, okay, you messed up and you were scared to tell me. But in the future, I'd rather you not be scared to tell me and we'll work on it together. Right. And it also, like, puts a different scene with him in context where he was like, hey, Xander, did you go make the cash drop I asked you to do? Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, he knew, but he was giving you guys the opportunity to tell the truth. To tell the truth. This is something that um, comes up in a later season, but it would have been a good opportunity to do in this season, which is, like, make the guy that is there civilian mentor also their ranger mentor i think he would have made a great ranger mentor he's yeah. got a very crazy look he would have been a good wizard i thought yeah exactly well instead it would have been like because this season is obviously highly inspired by harry potter oh yeah it would have been a good opportunity to do a harry potter thing where they're like oh yeah like we live in the real world but there's also this magic thing that's happening and like let me take you guys under my wing right and that would have been cool. It also would have made sense why the tree to the spooky woods is directly across from his shop. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you... The trees are the passage or whatever. Yeah. That, that nonsense is. Yeah. And, like, I think it would have been, like, more interesting for to see him mentoring Claire as opposed to Udana, who's, like, a horrible, boring character. Yeah. And Claire is, like, a very weird character to me. I don't... I don't really... I mean, I get the purpose. It's just like, oh, she messes everything up. Right. But, like... And then one time in the future, she'll finally not mess things up yeah. and be important. Yeah, I know. But it's just, like, it's gotten tired already. And we're six well, that's why in. Toby and Udana need to be combined into one good character named Toby. named Toby. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Anyway, so... Nick comes back, and we get, like, ten minutes of Nick riding around on a magic motorcycle. While he's fighting things. While he's fighting things. And that's the whole episode. 
Yeah, Korag and him fight one-on-one, and the Rangers all come. Yeah. And they're like, sorry, we didn't trust you, but we're going to help you now. And he's like, oh, I love you guys. Yeah. Uh, and he also has a fl- weird flashback about uh, being a baby. Oh, yeah. That was odd. Yeah. Um, and we're being swaddled in a red baby blanket. So, like... He knows his parents. His parents are, like, abroad. Yeah. Like, it's not like he was, like, left at a church cathedral. Yeah. Like, in the rain. Yeah. He's left on the animarium. <laughs> yeah. He's not... What Yeah. What was that guy's name? Cole. Cole? Who was raised, in a, who was raised by jungle tribesmen. Oh, yeah. Right, right upriver from a city. Oy. That was weird. That was... <laughs> they were real. There are some aspects of Power Rangers that are real problematic. Oh yeah. All right. So the third episode is the legendary Catastros. Yes. Nick has a dream that he's fighting Catastros, which is the horse that Korag rides. Yeah. Then they fight Korag and Catastros. Oh, Korag also stole their ability to turn into a Megazord. Last, yeah, the, yeah, last in the episode. fifth episode. Right. So they, he steals their combining and power. Then, and then he lies about it to Hammerhead. Yeah, and Necroli. Mm-hmm. But Necroli knows. And then Necroli shoots him with a magic crossbow that makes him and Catastros separate. Yep. And then Nick, as a Titan, gets sucked into a magic portal with Catastros. Yeah. And then. Spends the whole episode being scared of the horse. He goes to the realm of Rohan. Which is purple. It's purple. It actually looks exactly like Zed's Dark Dimension. Okay, I can see it. Except purple. Purple. Because there's a forest and a beach. A forest and a beach. Oh, yeah, now I'm remembering it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He, like, runs around and he's scared and then he eventually helps Catastrophe and heals him. Right. And he's like, I'm not scared of you anymore. And then he gets the power to heal Catastros. And then he gets the power to ride Catastros. And he rides Catastros and then they combine into a Megazord together. Yep. And they fight a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Megazord that Korag hired because he's Broodwing. (laughs) Yeah, Korag gives the combining power to someone he trusts. Which, Which is just is some rock thing. Some rock thing. I was like, that's who you trusted with this? Like, he looks like he's going to get beat in, like, five seconds. Uh, and then Catastrophe, after they defeat the turtle monster, rides right back to Korag. Yeah. And Korag is like, I don't know how you combined with the mighty Catastros, but you'll never do it again. He also said, come to daddy. When Catastrophe, like, rode to him, which was weird. Some people are into bestiality. I don't even think it was, like, a sexual thing. I just thought it was a weird choice. That's true, too. And that's it. Yeah. Dan. Yep. Who's your Ranger of the Week? My Ranger of the Week is going to be Chip. Okay. Because he can fly? Chip can fly, and he remembered a thing. Yep. That was it. Yep. He remembered the spell that brought... What's his name back? Which yeah. honestly, like, if I mean, I, I mean, it's to make the show work. Yeah. But if yeah, it would be very easy not to remember what somebody said. Yeah. Like when you weren't paying attention. Yeah. And if that happened, he would have left this guy in a dimension forever. Yep. Okay, that's it. Yeah. That's that's all I've got. 
I can't do the Troblin. No. Phineas. Phineas, who's played by Boom. Yes, we found that out, too. The thing is, Toby and Boom, Toby and Phineas, are the best characters on the show. Maybe they'll have one of those scenes at a diner. Like, yeah. Like Pacino meet. and yeah. De Niro meeting for the first time. Because they never met in the last season. No. All right. Who's your injury of the week? It's Nick. Nick. But that's because he's the only one that did one, anything. Yeah. I thought about it. I don't want to give it to Nick, but since my criteria is most effective, even though I've been drifting away from that criteria in recent years. He's the only one that did anything. Yeah. I know we wouldn't do this, but if we wanted to, could Udon Noodle win? Yeah, she's a ranger. But she doesn't have her power. She but she is a ranger. But she is a ranger. Okay. Just making sure. But we also hate her. Right. I, I, it'd be rare that we would do it. Yeah. Like I said, she should be Toby. Yeah. And then Claire could be the problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's like they've got this, like, white ranger footage, so, like, they could make, like, Toby be the magic mentor, and then they could make Claire the white ranger later on when she overcomes her clumsiness. Yep. For sure. But instead, it's crap. It's garbage, yeah. All right, I'm Avi Dobkin. I'm Dan Roberts. We'll be back in your feeds next week, and may the power protect you. More phenomenal.